John Holcomb coming up at 5 o'clock here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. I'm Colby Daniels, along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File. The Buffalo Bill fan base has to feel like they are beyond curse, don't they? Man, the juxtaposition yesterday between the celebratory nature that was happening in Detroit um, to that shot of the Bills fan breaking down and in tears. I, I was thinking earlier, like, I know there's a lot of fan bases that have been suffering for a very long time. Detroit was one of them. But I think what makes it worse is when you've been good enough but not just able to get over the hump. I, I mean, the, the heartache of losing four Super Bowls in a row is enough to probably haunt your dreams as a fan forever. But then to, in today's day and age, create a team that is absolutely good enough, and I don't know how you guys feel, Josh Allen balled yesterday. That I mean, you put that performance on any of the other teams that didn't win this weekend, and that's good enough to put them over the top and win, period. And uh, he did not have one of those YOLO games that he's been known to have. But I can't think of another fan base that's been right there on the edge that's had it ripped out away from them as much as what Buffalo has. And I know every team's got an example, right? Every team has an example of uh, missing opportunities. But I don't know if they've ever been to the level of of Buffalo. And, they, I mean, even the Chiefs have had I mean, Lynn Elliott in 95 divisional round. I mean, when Indianapolis beat them, the Stoyankovic field goal in 94 in the AFC divisional round in which San Diego beats Miami. Like, everyone's missed a kick like that. But, man, I feel awful for Buffalo fan. Well, this is just the accumulation, like you said, of a fan base that obviously, I mean, you're you're for the entirety of your lifetime until they win a championship, if you were alive for the four Super Bowls, you're not going to be able to swallow that until a banner is raised, right? So that's going to haunt you until – that takes place, but even if you want to narrow it down more to just this run, I mean, remember when we were telling everybody last year at the you know beginning of the season, midway through the season, pump the brakes on the Bills are going to win a Super Bowl, right? I mean, they they had been anointed last year, yes, that they were clearly the best team in the NFL. Look, they out of the gate they were for a good portion of the season. They looked like by far the best team in the NFL, and I think all of the history between. This version of the Bills and and the Chiefs and the rivalry that that has been and the close games and, you know, you finally get one on your home field. You finally get one where you're on a heater. You finally get one where they look as beatable as they've looked through this entire stretch. And you have opportunities and it still just slips through your fingers. And the game in multiple instances... I mean, how massive was the touchback? After, say it, it, gave, it saved them an opportunity, right? After I mean, your head coach lost his ever-loving mind. <laughs> yeah. And whatever the hell that was in that moment, and for you to have the gift of the touchback, it just seemed like at that moment, like I was convinced. I'm like, it's things like that that – Momentum, luck, fortune, however you phrase it, it's just like it's their it's their time. And they kept finding a way to battle back. And even when 
they had a, a three and out, and they they had the graphic that flashed up. It was like they had both teams, last nine possessions, there had been scores. And then Buffalo is the first team to go three and out. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're punting it back to Kansas City. Kansas City, this is where they're going to extend the lead right here in two scores. And Buffalo's defense steps up. It was so wild, the back and forth of that game yesterday. And Diggs missing the, the deep ball, oh. right? Right through his hands. Right through his hands. I mean, people people really want to hammer the kicker, which, you know, I'm I'm in on. But let's not act like he was the only one that missed an opportunity. Because the Diggs one, to me, that's one of your best players, right? Like, nobody is saying the Bills are going to win a championship because of their kicker. Like, Diggs is part of the conversation when you're talking about why the Bills are really good. Ball goes right through his hands. When Josh Allen unleashes those, do you guys feel like they should have a sound effect with it? Yes. It feels like it should sound like a cannon goes off when he cocks his arm back and launches it like he did on the Diggs throw. There were a couple throws last night where as soon as he let it go, the only voice in my head that I could hear was Uncle Rico talking about throwing the football over a mountain. Man, he had a couple of just like, absolute my gosh. darts. And uh, just, uh, I mean, with his legs, everything he was doing last night, it's just, there is, there's dis- uh, I almost said dysfunction. No, there's massive disappointment. A huge disappointment. And, and as, as you were mentioning, for a community that, you know, they get the, they, some fan bases and some teams get the ire of Buffalo fan for the most part. But that's such a blue-collar town that most people, when they go up there, that they thoroughly enjoy because they're psychopaths from the Bills Mafia. But then to see how the community always comes together, digs out the stadium. That time-lapse video that I tweeted, that was one of the more incredible things ever, to watch the entire stadium get cleaned out. And then everything that they do to ensure that they can get the game in and how much the community loves that team and thrives on that team, uh, only to have their guts ripped out one more time. Man. All that said, sign me up for Mahomes Allen in the postseason every year if we can get it. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice little rivalry, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Nice little rivalry. I like it. Every time they play, you feel like something great is going to happen. Yeah. And more often than not, you're right on the edge of your seat until comes down final to the very whistle. end. That's right. Every time. And here we are again with the Chiefs. In the conference championship. Six straight times. Six straight years. Every single season, Patrick Mahomes has quarterbacked Kansas City. And for them to go and do that on the road, and I think with the whole last week, everyone talking about, ah, it's first road game. You know, they did get some help a few times because I think Baltimore got knocked off once or twice as the one seed because Kansas City was the two. I think that's right. And we're fortunate, I think, to host AFC championship games a couple of times. Um, and now we get to see it in Baltimore for the first time since 71, which is a wild stat. I know, I know, they they didn't have a team for a while, but still, in Baltimore's run, and it, it's, dude, they've got two rings, right? They've got two rings, and to see that they have not hosted a championship game in any of those runs, I mean, Baltimore, outside of the Ray Rice debacle, you make an argument that they've been one of the more successful, if not the most successful front office that we've had in the last 20 years in the National Football League. 
just from a, a, a form of consistency. And for them not to host a championship game until now, and boy, did they look good in the second half. Yeah, they've they've not had many dips in the last at all twenty five years, right? At all, and a lot of it's been due to just being ravaged by injuries at times. And I mean, every every April we say they're one of the draft winners because it's what they do, right? They, they have they just, a unique. They understanding. don't overthink it, and they they just pick talented players that are available. Yes, unlike about anybody else in the NFL. That's right. Oh, you mean we don't need this guy at this spot? Well, is he an elite-level player at a spot that we might not need? We're taking his ass. And the next thing you know, you look up, and uh, they're like a year in, or or hell, maybe not even a year in, you're like, that dude's an all-pro. That dude's an all-pro. Happens for them over and over. Every single time. The definition and understanding about what their identity is. Is the divisional round the best weekend of the NFL schedule? I think it is. I don't know how you guys felt, but Sunday was spectacular because I know that we would like to have football games early so you don't have to wait. And if you're a fan of those teams, it was probably a long a long wait. But, man, how, great, how much of greatness is 2 o'clock kick, that game ends, and then the late game, I'm using air quotes, is off and running by 5.30 and is over in yeah. enough time for you to be able to fit in like an HBO show or if you want to watch a movie after that or something else, you don't look up and you're like, it's 11 o'clock, I need to go to bed. Like, No, it was awesome. Game gets over with, it's a great game. Fire up a little True Detective Season 4, Jody Foster. You look up and you're like, damn, it's just now. That thing gets over and it's just a little after 10 o'clock. I, the, the 5.30 kick is beautiful. Mwah. It felt like 11 when that game ended, but, yeah, you look at the clock and. I, I still got enough time so to do something. Yeah, you're so conditioned to that late window game on Sunday night ending so late. Like, I look at the clock and I'm like, is that right? There's no way. I know. I know. Uh, speaking of that game, can I play something for you here? Of course. I think part of the reasons why I was tired after the game is because maybe of a certain broadcaster that was on the call for that game. (laughs) Do you guys want the gym counter? Because I have it. Oh, yes. Let's go. All right. So I only did the first half in audio form because I did not have enough time to do the entire game. So I only did the first half, but I have the total numbers. What if I were to tell you that Tony Romo said Jim 18 times in the first half and then followed it up by saying Jim 13 times in the second half? So here's long form first, and then I'll play the quick edition of the Tony Romo Jim counter. They didn't have him in their last matchup in the playoffs in 2021. This is why the Bills, Jim have really turned it around. They're as good at rushing as anyone in the NFL the last six, seven weeks. Had like a soft pretend rush saying, I know you're going to run, Josh Allen, but when you actually get stoned at the line of scrimmage, Jim, you put your hands up, no teams are better than these two. But right now, that's why you work all season, Jim, Buffalo Bills to get. Rice has been the difference maker this season for me, Jim, for this offense. These are the two of the best teams in the NFL at disguising their coverages and late rotations. When you're in shotgun, Jim, 
As a quarterback, you can, in week 14, we came into the game saying, whoever wins the trenches. There's That's so right. many even areas, right, Jim? These quarterbacks, these teams, four total touchdowns. But look at the push up front, Jim. The first 16 games, Jim, he averaged like five in NFL history. Once he gets a beat on what you're doing, Jim, He'll attack you over and over again multiple ways. Traded for him on Halloween Day, but that's the hold. In years past, Jim, this is man-to-man -man defense. Going to run up and stop right there in between two defenders. That's what he wasn't doing earlier in the year, Jim. He'd run a little too far and get just When you play man-to-man, -man, when you lose people and they go to the sideline, someone's hurt and they're out. Once you start losing a number of guys, Jim, your packages get smaller. Your dime pack. Well, you see the busted coverage here, but... We talked about where are they trying to throw the ball over and over again, Jim. These outcuts. So impressed with the play calls on that drive, creating the openings there, Jim. Next weekend. For offensive coordinator duties, and I really like them laying their concepts the way they do now, Jim, making things look similar. He's continuing to use the back, Jim. Well, I, I actually don't mind that at all, because to me, Jim, if you think about it, and his competitive nature he holds on to that yep that's a touchdown but to me jim you've got to stop that they've ran these two quarterbacks you go look at their start to their career mahomes has won super bowls allen's trying to get there but they're one and two in so many categories is it his times this this year jim so there you have it there's the long form My edition gosh. of the tony romo gym counter uh, here it is quickly. So this is just is just the words Jim thrown in. Jim, 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 right? Jim, 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 I went through stretches of that game without the volume up. You almost have to. What's happened to his voice, by the way? Why does he sound like that? If you get enough Botox shots, will it affect your vocal cords? I, I don't have any idea. Because he looks like if he's you get had an infection. a lot of Botox to his face. And, yeah. His voice is so gravelly now. I don't, I don't get it. It's gotten more and more gravelly, I think, as time has gone on, right? The gym thing is so distracting to watch a game with him. It's it's all I focus on now, anytime that he's on the call. And yesterday, the first half just seemed to be so over the top that I had to come in today and hop on my NFL Plus account and watch the replay to see how many times that he did it. So distracting. Rank the four analysts or color guys that called games this weekend. Whew. Um, all right, so, I mean, to me, you've got to go Troy 1. Same. This is where it gets dicey. <laughs> I, I, to I, me, there's a solid number two. I'm not a big Collinsworth guy, though. I'm not either. So I would lean Olsen. Greg Olson, for me, is solidly in the second position. Then give me Collinsworth, and then give me Romo way down the list. I think that's the right order. And some people love Collison. I I, I have a hard time with it sometimes. I'm I, Yeah, I'm out. Totally out on that. Now, that doesn't mean, though, that I don't think that 
that Tariko isn't great because I think Tariko's really good. Yeah, I, I could listen the best. to Tariko paired with someone else, and it would be way better. But yeah, I, that that would be my order. Rank the four play-by-play guys. Uh, okay. Or obviously for football, like it's just for football. Guys, yeah. Yeah, I call other things. All right, so the uh, the debate between do I think Tariko is better or Joe Buck is better? Man, Tariko is pretty solid, man. Maybe behind the scenes I don't agree with everything that Tariko has done, but uh, he's he's pretty solid when it comes to this. So I guess I'd lean Troy, but I mean Nip and or not Troy, but Joe and then Nip and Ride his heels as Tariko. And I would even maybe flip-flop those depending on the okay. weekend. Then it's... Um, then it's Burkhart, then Nance. <laughs> Are you in my brain? Because I, 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 is it is it Tony that's bringing Jim down, or has Jim always been that way? I've I'm I, not like the biggest fan of Jim calling football in the. I don't think he's terrible by any means. Give but me golf Jim over football Jim. Golf Jim is. Is sensational. Football Jim is he's good, right? Like I, I just don't correct. think he's he's not Joe Buck calling football. He's not Tariko calling football. I, I think Kevin Burkhart's really good. So yeah. Or Same order it, for me. What is it, baby baby K? Is that what they call him on that stupid commercial? Kurt Burkhart? <laughs> I I can't remember. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be my order though. Nineteen gyms. That's in the first half. Yeah. Jeez, how hasn't anyone gone gets, to him? Right, that's the other thing. Is like, that's the game that he gets, and he gets another game this weekend. I know, and the Super Bowl. What's the gym counter in the Super Bowl? Well, you know what? That's got to be a prop on bet our for the prop Super bet. Bowl, right? Pick them. I'm sure. There oh my will be gosh, a yes. Tony Romo gym counter. And if not, we need to create one. We will do that. We Absolutely. we need to create one. If you can, if you can, that that will be a game. You know what? I'll get someone here to pony up a hundred dollar gift card to Amazon. Okay. And we'll do that for the Super Bowl since CBS like has it. it. And if you if we have multiple people right that land on the specific number, then we'll I don't know rock paper scissors for it or something. I don't know. Wait a minute. It can't be a, a game of skill. It has to be a game of chance in order for it to work in radio. But we'll figure it out. We'll make somebody do the total number of gyms in the Roma voice and decide who do, who does it better. I just don't get it. I, I, we know who Jim Nance is. He's been calling games for 30-plus years. How so, Nance hasn't told him to chill out with that? It's it's seriously distracting. It's, yeah. it's hard to watch him call a game. It's not good. All right, we need to play some catch-up, so it's time for a break. I'm Colby Daniels. That is Jeremy Poplin and Scott File. Don't forget, we have John Holcomb coming up at 5 o'clock right here on the Blitz 1170. And as always, we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.